those of you who've never been over here with me alone, uh, you might have met me on the Shaman's Cave with Sandra Engerman, and I'm Renee Barabow. I'm the other half of the Shaman's Cave. And, you know, I was thinking about that today, that sometimes I take for granted things like, you know, so many of Sandra's students would give, you know, their left you know, their left shaman stone to be sitting there and, and you know, people have known her all over the, the, the world. And I don't know, I, I didn't take, I took it very lightly for the longest time. And they're like, well, why, why did she pick the wind? You know, why did she pick me to sit here with her? You know, like what was in her spirit that knew that, that this was, you know, the right appropriate work. And I, a year later, and one just sitting there and showing up for ceremony every single week, week after week. And what you guys all miss is the backstories, the talking that we have before the show and after the show. And I'm, I'm, I've become, we've become really friendly. And uh, that is a really important part of my life. And what it really did was, it was the trick of the winds to get me there where I started like having to show up in ceremony because you know Sandra likes her ceremony every single week and you know I pride myself in being the practical shaman whereas I um where I um uh, you know I'm gonna have to mute people too so I can get this recording uh Bridget you can unmute yourself but that I pride myself in and you know being practical business I, you know I'm very comfortable teaching tomorrow you know, the business part, and I'm kind of finally excited that I get to teach, you know, how to be uh, more social in a, in a distancing kind of environment. And what I realized is that uh, it's pushed my work and it's pushed me deeper. And the tree that she suggested we all get friendly with a year ago is, is still the tree and it might be time for a new tree. But tonight we're gathered for the spring equinox gathering. And I want to say that it's the largest gathering we've ever had. And because I believe um, there's chaos in the world. And I also believe, and again, you know, the wind keeps revealing these wind epiphanies to me, which is a word that Bridget gave me, is that I got an email out of the blue last week on, on instant messaging from Facebook from somebody I hadn't talked to in a couple of two or three years who said, I was deep in meditation and the wind, the, the, mess, the messenger came and said, you need to reconnect with that woman who does the wind work. She um, has the messages for this time and or something like that. But it was like, it came out of the blue and it was like, wow, isn't that something? Cause you know, you start when you write a book and it's two years later, you start to take things for granted. And, and I don't mean that I take it for granted, but that it is the work of this time. And I knew that when I was spending five or six years writing the book and the, I, I started writing a new book really recently and it's, and then this pandemic happened and my book actually that I was writing, you know, before all of this was about how do we live now? And so uh, jumping into this, this gathering, it's going to be, how do we live now? Before we get into the ceremony part, and tonight is very experiential. In fact, we're going to do an exercise. We're going to talk about the exercise. We're going to do another exercise. We're going to talk about that exercise. And I'm going to 
invite you to consider um, joining us this spring for wind work basics. And a lot of you who came through the ship network know, well, I already had wind work in deep, but we kind of work backwards around here. We get you excited and then we teach you, you know, how this really works. But uh, a couple of my uh, people who have been with me are going to speak about what they've, how their lives have changed. And I really think the biggest part about why I would encourage you to join is that I think now is the time that we need our, our partners in community who are willing to go deep enough into the wind in order to get the answers their community needs. So it's, it's kind of a selfish, not selfish program. But I was giving people a few minutes to gather here and Bridget's watching the chat and I think Terry might be in the chat too, I don't know. But um, so she's doing that. And what we're gonna do is we're going to open up sacred space. And what I'd like to do is I do, do you have, you know how to raise your hands. Do a lot of you have your wind whistles handy and stuff like that. We're gonna do um, the wind breath. Yay. So what we're gonna do the wind breath is uh, for those of you who are new to this work is we have wind whistles, but you can use your breath. You can use, uh, you can even go like this. You know, this is just a tool. It's a beautiful tool, albeit, but it's a tool. And we're gonna call in the winds. And I waited till I get on the call to find out which wind we are gonna merge with for this particular, uh, for this particular uh, set of ceremonies. The last, after we, before we start with that, the last ceremony we're gonna do is that First, we're gonna find our current coordinates. We're gonna talk about it. Then we're going to find some resistance about this current coordinate. We're gonna remove it. And then if you stay around to the end, and some of you might say, hey, this isn't for me and leave somewhere in the middle. If you stay around to the end is what we're gonna do is we're going to, we're gonna have the direction we're traveling. We're gonna be on our spin axis and we're actually going to anchor to um, something in our community that's going to be keep, keeping us strong. Like last night, for example, I have a mountain out here that I walk towards every night. And when I was shown this exercise, I was shown that I also needed to anchor to the, a mountain to the other side of me. So don't jump ahead. But what we're going to do is we're going to be actually anchoring into the earth, anchoring into something that we, we are a cardinal wind and anchoring into the land. How does that sound? Bridget's shaking her head, so I think she likes it. All right, so let's call, we're gonna call upon a helping spirit for our work today. And for those of you who don't even know anything, uh, Winds of Spirit is a book that Hay House published a couple years ago. It's won a Nautilus Gold in Religion. And it's funny, it won a Nautilus Gold in Religion and my next book talks about a time before religion, a time before shamanism, a time before all of this. and they probably won't be honoring me in the religion category anymore, but oh well. Um, so let's reach into the, the wind sack and they, winds come in sacks, but I have them in a box today. They don't care. Doesn't that sound cool, that end journey? Mm -hmm. I know. Ah, well, isn't this the truth? I almost want to cry. The wind that I just pulled, and I don't know why it's making me really extra sad, is Tate, mm. uh, the Lakota Sioux wind that's the messenger, and it's about listening with our heart. 
Wow, isn't that an appropriate wind for this call? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. And why this wind's extra appropriate for me is that uh, my spiritual work started in the Lakota sweat lodge. I spent 10 years putting blankets and bringing water and I did a vision quest and I carry a, a chinupa. And it's, um, it's kind of a mixed blessing for me of, of a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of, you know, uh, gratitude. So, um, and that's kind of what's going on now if we look out in the world is what's going on. So I'd love all of us to get ready. And I'm sitting because I'm kind of in my studio, but for you, if you could, um, you can either stand up or you can stay sitting, however it works for you. So what we're gonna do is uh, we're going to, we're gonna start with a wind breath out. We're gonna exhale all of this fear, all of this pandemic, all of this life shifting stuff that just went on. And we're gonna exhale it all on that first one as we build this community. And then we're gonna breathe in a willingness to listen with our hearts tonight. And then on the next one, we're gonna actually breathe out this from our heart space that we could get connected to this Lakota wind of Tate. And then on the third wind breath in, what we're gonna do is we're going to, we're gonna hold in that wind, that light that's surrounding us that we carry forward. And we're gonna put a big energy bubble around us in our community. And I mean your community locally. Not, don't try to go for this whole community. Why don't we just go? Because I think our work now is with our neighbors and with the people that we're in isolation with and the people that we're having this experience with and, and the people here on this call. So let's do it that way. How does that sound? Mm -hmm. All right. So the first one, when you blow out, imagine that there's an envisionary, uh, there's a, a, I call it a spin axis that goes in through the center of your head and it connects into the magnetic pole of the earth. And it will never fail you if it's connected. All of the other things are, are but if you're connected to your earth space and you know where you are at all times, you will be okay in the storm. So in the first one, we're gonna breathe out any apprehension, any fear, any anxiety, the money, all of that is not important in this moment. Okay, let's go. Everyone get their wind whistles and should I, um, I'm gonna unmute everyone. So if you got sound going on, that's not your wind whistle, please, uh, Mute yourself. All right. Hello. Breathe in all of the love that Tate has to offer you so that you can hold this time in your heart. Hold it to a count of 10. And breathe it out and connect with Tate.
this third wind breath. Let's put an energy bubble around all of us on this call and everybody in our local communities that we're safe and that we learn to listen with our hearts. Wow. That was beautiful, everyone. Wow. Um, Bridget, you might want to unmute yourself again. Was that just incredible? I mean, I just, no, I really want to cry. I think I will just sit here and cry. Let's just all sit here and cry together. Um, so let me see how I get out of here. So I said at the end of the call, I'm going to talk to you about Windwork Spring, Basic Spring. And um, I'm going to make a very special offer at the end for anyone who's really, which is all of us being affected, uh, that, you know, a, a, a huge discount so that people can take this and be part of this community with us. Um, so I don't know any other way to do that except for, you know, share these gifts from the wind. Oh, I was gonna do this. I was gonna be more organized, but I guess I'm not. So look at this beautiful picture. And this is, this is the wind bubble that we just made. And, and clearly, um, clearly we're in a time. And what I wanna talk to you about a little bit is about the wind work in terms of uh, the cosmology of the wind work. So you know where we are. Uh, we, we wind clan members believe that everything is a cycle and it's very shamanic, but what the next book is, is it's going back to before shamanism. So I'm going to start to use the term shamanist tools because I don't want to, I don't want to get people tripped up, but they were called shamanist tools. They were, they were called tools that other people had, we had access to. So um, the first part of my new book is, is giving everybody permission to reclaim their supernatural powers and showing us where that was lost over, over the centuries, actually over the millennial. And so as you know, as a tree cycle goes, it's very interesting that this is the equinox when the light and the dark are balanced. And what's going on now is that we have been reset. And I will go into that more, but for what, for what, um, what this whole work is about is actually moving us from a linear timescape into a more cyclical life pattern that did exist, it still exists, we have access to it. But one thing I, I do want to note a little bit of caution is everyone who jumped timelines with me in the winter had major life-changing experiences because um, in between, if, imagine here that there's two, two um, circles. There's this tree life cycle and then a second tree life cycle. Well, what I've come to understand in the last month or so is that in between, well, I've known about the gap in between 
like I learned about the gap very early when I was doing a hembleche that I noticed that the day reset itself at a, all of a sudden, like time stood still if there was a time and then everything reset. Well, we do that in nature too. And, and so, but in between, in this reset, there's is a gap of time. So in a day, it might be a, a shorter period of time than at the end of an epoch, which we're in, you know, that whole end of the Mayan calendar and all of those other things, an epoch ended. But that doesn't mean that the next epoch began. What it means is that we're in the gap. And in between getting in and out of gaps is a wobble. It's just an unshaky time period. And so we've just been, sh we've just been shooken, in shooken, shaken. We've been just shaken up. <laughs> I've been just shaken up into this gap. And all of us have. And so if there's a beginning point in time or space at which something starts, um, we're, we're at the end, we're in the gap, and we're, we've just been, and this is the way I saw it the other night, and you might think I'm crazy, some people don't even know what a spinner's wheel is, is that there's this flap. And the flap, when you spin the wheel, the flap goes, and you know, like if you're hoping for the prize at the fair of the wind whistle, or, you know, the glass of water, you know, you don't know where that's going to land. And so we just kind of landed into, um, well, I put it in my joke was we landed between science and misaturn. But I really believe we're exactly where we're supposed to be. And one of those signs of that today is if you look at the canals over in Venice, I guess the water's perfectly clear right now. And there's been whales in the harbor. And, you know, the last thing we had in Venice was a flood. And my friend happened to be there at that time. And it was filthy, overcrowded, and all of these other things. But all we do is get set home and things change. But we crossed a threshold. And what, and people think this isn't about any conspiracy theories or anything like that. I just want you to know I'm not that, that girl, but there's no going back to this threshold that we just crossed. And I'm going to show you why. This was last year's slide from the spring equinox. We have moved away from nature and lost our bearings. So we, we, we you know, this was a billboard. All right. This is this year's slide. We have moved away from nature and we've lost our bearings. This was my grocery store last night. And so there's no ever going back to this time before now. We like, imagine your spinner's wheel. So we just crossed a threshold where the whole world knows pandemic. And then it, it happened many hundreds of years ago, but not in our lifetime where everyone could be put into a situation where we're on lockdown and you know and we have to reset whether we like it or not to me this could be a real blessing in disguise for us if we practice our spiritual practices and we know exactly where we are at this time and we understand the effect that this new epoch this new vision this new reality is forevermore and there's been some other things, but this one, to me, in my entire life, I've never walked into the grocery store and the shelves were bare. Mm -hmm. I've never gone up to the counter and somebody said, 
oh no, you have to put one of those meats back, you know? And the only reason I even grabbed that third one was because, because I went there last night and this is what I saw. So I'm there like, asparagus looks good, you know, whatever was on the shelves. And, and so I, I'm not saying this is doomsday. I'm just saying we have gone into the void. And so it's really timely that we're all here now and we're all kind of going to find out where we're, we are at this moment. All right. And that's all I'm caring about. For me, these are all fact-finding missions. They're not like, I don't judge it. Although I have to say that it's a little concerning that several people I know are in the hospital with unrelated to this pandemic causes, you know, a good friend died last week. I mean, a lot of people didn't make it through this wobble and probably a lot more people won't, but you're here, you're on this call. That means you want to know where you are, what your current coordinates are, and you believe that there just might be something in this wind work that can help you navigate these tumultuous winds. So um, I'm going to explain this exercise. So the first part of the exercise, and if you join late, there's going to, this is very experiential tonight. It's three different exercises. The first one is we're going to find our current coordinates. The second part is we're going to see what our resistance to those current coordinates are. And the third part is we're going to anchor into a new anchor because what happened is when we moved, our anchors have moved. And in the, in the wind work basic class, which is supposed to be basic, um, what, I, what I understand is, is if you've ever seen a gyroscope on a ship, which I have a picture of it somewhere else, that the, the compass actually moves. Well, we need to be able to, our compasses now need to be able to move. And that's what we're gonna be working on in the Windwork Basics class is re-navigating our compasses so that they're movable, that they can, they can flow on a storm in the, in the ocean. But for tonight, I wanna give you some real, I want you, if, if you never do this work again, um, which I hope isn't true, I want you to be able to, um, have a tool that you can use daily to know where you are at all times. So this one's is really simple. It's a little guided meditation. And um, I'm going to work up the first one is a guided meditation. The second one, I'm going to use the wind whistle. And the third one, we're going to actually uh, do a rattle journey or a drum journey. I, I never know until we get there. All right. Um, so, so close your eyes if you're comfortable. And um, find yourself somewhere that you love in nature. And it might be someplace that you're going to go to at each part of these journeys tonight, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. And as you're looking around, seeing what kind of day it is, if there's anything else in your space you need to be paying attention to, And then start to walk. And as you're walking, start to pay attention to the signs. And ask if you don't see a signpost, am I heading, am I facing north? Is there a north wind blowing in my face? Is there an east wind coming through? Is there a south wind? Is there a west wind? What direction are you facing? 
And once you have a sense of that, open your eyes and let, let us know in the chat box what direction you are. Trying to see if there's any patterns going on. Oh, this is great. So there isn't really a pattern. So we're all facing different directions. So, so, so we didn't even need to talk about what the situation was because I'd kind of been gearing us up for that, you know, that we've just entered into a new phase, a new, you know, a new, a new gap going towards a new epoch. And so um, what the question that, that was for me is, is like, what, how is this in influencing your life at this moment? And so if you are facing east and, and you have your paper so you can spend a minute working on this and writing this down, uh, for those going in the east, it's all about your mind, memories, and beliefs. Um, did you premonition this time? Did, what do you believe about it? What do you think about it? What do you... Uh, what what's going on? What are your ideas about this? So if you're heading in the south, how are you feeling? Are you in fear? Are you in panic? Are you afraid for other people? I mean, what's your overriding feeling right now? Are you joyous that finally you get to stay home for a month? You know, what <laughs> what is it that you're feeling right now? So somebody didn't feel the wind and that's okay. You could be in a no wind period, but the golden setting sun. So that mean was um, the wind was on your cheek. You were facing West. The North, no wind is okay. Cause we, no wind is actually a state. And you know, uh, I, in the wind spirit cards, there's two uh, no winds in the deck. Uh, what action are you taking? As, as this, are you, you know, cleaning out your closets? What action are you taking? Are you, you know, searching for food? What are you doing? What are you, you know, what are you thinking? Or what actions are you taking towards this? And then um, what is your new vision for the community knowing that we've crossed a threshold? Someone just asked that the call is recorded. Yes, it is recorded. Hey, the, um, what I would like to know is if you want to put a couple of ideas of what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what action you're taking, uh, what's the new vision in the, in the message you could. And if you really have one that you are really surprised that are really short and think that would be useful to people, uh, you can raise your hand and we could call on a couple of people here. or just write them. And you know what, we could save we could save it for later too. Just make sure you make a note. So so this is your first coordinate on that piece of paper that you have. So mark it down. I, if you printed it out, um, 
So just like if you, um, where's that piece of paper? Hold on. Did I put it here? Okay. So make a note on this, your piece of paper where that was that you were facing the wind. This will become important later. And if you don't have your, if you didn't download it, you could, um, you know, you could just draw a circle and put it on there for now. And know that you're at the center of this. At the center of it is your spin axis that we set into, that we set when we did the calling in the direction. Which is which direction on here? The top is north, unless you're in the southern hemisphere. This is like one time we all share, you know, we all share the equinoxes together. The, um, the, the bottom for me is the south. The one on the left is the east and west, but I've left it, I've tried to be as um, non-northern hemisphere as I could possibly be. I usually mark these things up with an inch of their lives. You're still with me, everyone here? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So, so, so what we want to start to do is we, we're going to need to establish some new bearings using this inner compass and the wind. And so we call to Tate tonight. So we have, we have that one bearing of where we're facing now. Then we, we're working with Tate, the wind of the messenger of our hearts. And we're, um, we're, we're, we're going towards setting that up. All right, so this over here is that gyro I'm talking to you about. So in the center, you see the spin axis, and then the, the spinner is right around here, but that this moves so that it can always be in balance. Now, in my more advanced work, which the wind work basics probably always says it's basics, but it always gets a little more advanced than we like, um, is it is basic though, right, Bridget? We keep it basic. Oh. Then if I throw it to a left-hand curve, Bridget always explains it the next time in the integrations and we get everyone back on track. But because the work comes in faster than sometimes and I can really process it. So, so what we're going to do is using the same idea, but on one level of, of um, our experience, we're going to actually anchor somewhere into our own land. And um, my mountain that I always try to take a picture of, it doesn't really ever come out very well. I, I was thinking when I was walking towards it last night that in Peru, you know, the shaman used to say to me, La Rana, it was this little frog mountain. And all the time I thought he was telling me that La Rana, that frog mountain was my mountain. But what he meant just came to me last night was he meant that I had a little mountain too that that mountain in Peru might be my Peru mountain, but that I have a little mountain that I've been living in relationship to for 20 years. It's weird you don't notice these things for 20 years, but 25 years, whatever. So the, the important part of all of this is that we are nature. So we are this virus. We are our brothers and sisters in Italy. We are we are not separate. So the same wind that we're breathing out here in this ceremony is going to go around and benefit everybody. 
because the wind we breathe out today is going around the world. And in the desert, we've had like this really steady wind for days. And I can only think that it's a good omen, you know, that the wind is clearing because the same wind has been around on the planet for 4 billion years. So it's clearing the space as we go. And what a gift that is. So what over here, when you're, we, if you're looking at this compass now, I didn't purposely didn't mark your other one, but you know, it's your mind, memories, and belief, your emotional needs and desires, your West is your harvest, your physical ending, and your uh, North is your community support. And so, you know, so this is really important because now what we're going to do is we're going to look at that direction we are facing in, and we're going to look at um, what our resistance or uh somebody said that they're they're they've just surrendered and accepting it well what i want to ask is how are you still going to be surrendered and accepting it like last night when i was taking a walk and i realized i just couldn't hop in the car and go to trader joe's for some ice cream after my walk because you know i can live alone a long time i'm a writer i'm a painter you know i do all this stuff but then all of a sudden it's like well that means that too so i wonder how accepting we're going to be week three of this or you know week four of this so i found myself being snotty with zoom the first day in i'm thinking like wow what kind of human being are you so what might not look like resistance now could certainly show up as resistance in another day and then i'm there like it wasn't that important you know you think like oh this is only going to affect this but no this is going to affect everything in your life going forward so just imagine you just tossed your entire life to the wind and it's going to reassemble in a new format for you. Now tell me what are your resistances? And so what I want you to do is look throughout your body here. What does that say? Does it say clearing your resistance? Oh, good. So look throughout your body. I can't, I've got to move things around. I need two screens. Look throughout your body and say, this just changed my life. Where is any resistance living, uh, you know, living in me right now. And start with your toes and just go all the way up. Like, oh, there's some in my back. No, there's some in my throat. Where's it living in you? Tightness, gut. And say that thing that came up, whether that new question, that new emotion, that new physical responsibility, you know, or that um, I had just started a construction project in my bedroom. I had to decide whether or not I was be able to close it off and let somebody into my house or not. So that's a little bit of resistance. I want to be in my bedroom. I'm crammed into the guest room. So it's not necessarily, it's just like whatever whatever it is i'm feeling not valued where i work because i can't go there and help how's that one i can't be of service to somebody else my mom's on the east coast where is that resistance living in you and i just gave you a whole long list of my own and that's kind of very interesting because i didn't necessarily see them you all have some Look at her, this looks how I look right now. <laughs> Remember, 
that spin axis goes through your body. Your body is your awakening compass. And these are all terms, the wind spirit cards, the awakening compass, all of this are the terms that I go through uh, week by week in the uh, wind work basics. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna, um, we're gonna use our, our, we're gonna use Tate, our wind, and our wind spirit, uh, whoops, to clear, I, whoops, you just missed that beautiful picture I took, uh, to clear, these are the wind spirit cards. This is the wind whistle phase. And then um, we're going to use these. And these are also terms that I go way deep into, into the, uh, in, in the, the class. But now we're going to clear the resistance. And what this is, is this is, um, this is somebody doing a wind bath. And you can go outside and you can do this wind bath. And I would suggest going through and clearing out all of these different levels of resistances because just remember, you just moved through the wall of the last epoch. Things will never be the same again. I don't care where you are in the world, but things are not going to be the same again. This was like a threshold we just walked through as a global community and we have resistance to it. And I don't know where it's living in your body, but let's call it Tate to clear it. So again, that first wind breath I taught you about bringing it down, taking that wind of Tate down through your head, bringing it down your spin axis, anchoring that spin axis into the earth and letting everything that goes that's below your waist go down into the earth. And if something else wants to go too, good. Take it from your gut, take it from your solar plexus, wherever, send it down into the earth. The second one, when we bring in that wind breath, we're going to blow it out and we're gonna move through all of the resistance. And the third one, feel the wind coming through your, your heart because Tate is coming in from the heart and blowing out just heart wave love throughout your body to clear any pieces of this resistance to the change. Are we ready? Blow out more through your feet. I feel a lot of black gunk and a lot of resistance in people's lower extremities and out their legs. And on this next wind breath, bring in the light of spirit and through the top of your head to clear away any resistance that you have between you and the connection to all the wind believers, all the wind breath all around the world. And now we're gonna bring in Tate through our hearts to actually clear with those love heart waves that heart map has done such a brilliant job of mapping and let them vibrate through your entire body out through your home out through your community all throughout your surroundings surrounding areas
shake it off. <sighs> Any realizations you had, write them down. Wow, I feel a lot altered. How about you? Definitely. All right, before we go to anchoring the new point, what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring in Bridget and Terry. I think, Terry, you're here too. Can you raise your hand? Where is she? So I'm going to put, I'll bring in Terry first, Bridget. And um, so Terry, uh, Terry came to us unsuspecting <laughs> over uh, the solstice gathering. And we were really fortunate because she remained as one of the four, holding the four directions through the nine week program we did together at the shift network. And I don't know how many people on this call were with us, raise your hand, but it was, it was life changing work. So um, Terry, just, I asked her if she'd say a few words about, cause she had never experienced the wind work before that time. And um, she said she would tell us a few words about what uh, she got from it. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Did you just clear your throat or what? I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on. So, <clears throat> so hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> boy, it, you know, the wind work is, um, I mean, I, I had no idea. When, when I signed up for the wind work, you know, I'm a shamanic teacher and a practitioner, and I've worked with the wind. It's an element. It's something, you know, we do, we work with all the elements, um, air, fire, water. I thought wind, uh-huh. And I'm also an astrologer and I looked at, um, I happened to come across again, the wind work and, and Renee had been advertising it. And I looked at the sort of the chart of the starting and I thought, whoa, you know, that that's really calling to me. So I signed up for this thing and wow. All I want to say is, wow. If you want to step into yourself in a very, very, very deep way, these winds are going to partner you and transform you in ways that you just have no idea. And if you want to step into that in a, in a conscious way, Renee is an amazingly powerful teacher and she partners with these winds and she takes you through some work that goes through a real archeological dig of yourself and you come out the other side. <laughs> and I'm laughing because my my life is is changed actually quite a bit since since I signed up for this <clears throat> and so i i really I can't say enough about this this work and and you're thinking while you're doing it this whole thing about linear and just circular time you're thinking, oh yeah, well, I'll just do this and I'll do that but you know, it really, really captures your psyche in a way that I've never experienced. And I've done a lot, a lot, a lot of work in my life. I'm kind of somebody that is very courageous and I'm willing to dig into my stuff. But the wind work 
can just excuse my French, but kick your butt and and get you aligned in that spin axis that is just it's tremendous it's tremendous like i really can't say enough and i thank renee as well and bridget are you going to be part of that are you going to do some yeah yeah, some pieces well well i'll be doing the integration call again yeah the integration so you'll get renee as teacher and then you also get bridget who you know will take a piece of the work and and explain it in a way that is so um, thorough and um, and not that Renee isn't kind, but there's a kindness that- <laughs> Yes, she's right, I'm not kind, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying in that, but just there's a different style. So you introduce it, Renee, but then Bridget takes it and, and, and brings a kind of a fluffed out, not fluff, I don't mean in, in that way that's superficial, but, but she expands, she, she makes it a little bit more 3D. So between the two of you, you get this real, real, very thorough way of, of transforming through the winds. So what else can I say? You know, thanks for letting me speak. I, um, yeah, it, it was tremendous. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, I don't know, Bridget, if there's much to say after that, but you want to add anything? Yeah, I think the only thing, well, there's a couple things. Um, one, I always share that Renee has the hardest job because she is the voice and the legs for the wind. So she's working with an element that we normally don't uh, pay that much attention to unless it's blowing us over, right? Um, And so she has the hard job. I have the fun job of like, okay, you got tossed around by Renee. Now come in, get, you know, I'll tuck you in, (laughs) give you a glass of warm milk, you know? So I have that. Um, But one of the things that the wind really taught me very early on is anything that I'm resisting in my life will show up in the wind and anything that I'm out of integrity with will be brought to my attention through the wind. And so I think of the wind relationship that I've developed as being one of getting back into integrity in all the areas that I was out of balance prior to. And that was how the wind came to me as I, um, it was blowing me over on a beach in the Dominican and it was driving me crazy. I could not take it. And I considered myself a spiritual person and I was screaming at the wind on a vacation, like, leave me alone. This hurts. I don't want to do this anymore. And that's how I came into relationship with Renee and my life doesn't look anything like it did three and a half years ago or three years ago at all. And Um, I have a picture to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. We met um, in person at Omega. And I, and just, this is the other thing that I wanted to say. Yes, you're entering, possibly entering into the community and taking a class and we've all done online classes, but what's different about this community is it's really authentic and it is a super safe space. Um, and I have been in a lot of online communities and our community is unique. And I think it's because we're, we are in relationship with the wind and the wind is constantly keeping us in integrity, mm-hmm. you know? And so what's happening in my personal life is also reflected within the community life as well. So that's one of the biggest things about the wind clan that I can really attest to is we are in integrity and it's a beautiful community. So hope yeah. that more of you will be joining us. Awesome. That was great, Bridget. Yeah. 
Thank you both. And so what I'm going to offer here before, and you know, it's kind of, this kind of was a wind structured thing where I was told to put this in because not everybody who was listening earlier, some people have left, a few of them, uh, were ready for the next part of this uh, experience. So if you're still here and you're still listening, then you're ready to do the next anchoring piece with me. And before we do that, because I don't like to once we once we anchor and once we do this, I like to let people have their process. Um, you can come over to the Wind Clan and talk about your process, and that's great. Or email me about it, or or um, if you want to sign up. But anyone who's on this call tonight, and I know that you are. I mean, I know that people are struggling. Is that um, if you anyone who signs up who's listened tonight will receive uh, the class for $149. And that's four weeks of me, uh, a second call every week with Bridget. And hopefully that, that can work out in your, your budget at all. And if you need me to split that into two parts, let me know. Um, you can you know do that. Talk to me because I, it's, the, the wind is the, is, the, is the messenger of this new epoch. And so I hope you're here to, you know, if you hope you're here to trailblaze it with us. And I learned a lot from the people doing it with us. It's not just me. All right, so the next part is gonna be the actual journey part. And I believe that this um, will be, this is the, this is the stuff, okay? <laughs> But now we're anchoring for your retreat. This is the anchor you so that you can do the humanity, the human work, the soul work that's being required of us right now. And that you know that no matter what, how it looks, because remember it's even parts dark and light today. So we're moving, depending on where you are, you might be moving towards the darkness or you might be moving towards the light, but the light is never gonna be the same again because we just face something big together collectively that we haven't had to do. And that being said, I have Jan laughing over here at me. Are you laughing? <laughs> All right, so we're gonna do a journey. And so there's three parts of this journey or the parts of the journey that we're gonna go back out to the place that we were in nature. We're gonna reconnect our spin axis, which remember is that axis that goes down through you through the center of the earth. And we're gonna start slowly spinning clockwise into, oh good, somebody lives right at the equator, of course. Well, you know no wind then, the doldrums. Oh, you do? How cool is that? So we're gonna stand, we're gonna stand there in our, in our spin axis out in nature. We're going to do one full rotation to the wherever whatever the wind direction you were facing in the first part whether it would be the east so start in the east and do one full rotation if you're in the south one full rotation if you're in the west one full rotation if you're in the north one full rotation to so that you're back to the place of the wind that you are facing in the first part all right and then we removed our resistances so if there's any more resistance let it flow off with the wind and then this, oh, the spin axis, okay. So the spin axis, see this top that's on the center of my picture? So imagine the spin axis is something that comes in from spirit through, through your soul. It's a, a soul axis that comes in 
upon your first wind breath and it goes out at your last wind breath out, but it connects you through your uh, down, imagine down your spine, but it's kind of like right in front of your spine. It could be part of the chakra system, but it goes down into the center of the earth, into the magnetic pole. And it's what allows you to always know where your magnetic north is if you're listening to your body. Does that help? So we're, we're how we, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to be actually imagining ourselves standing out on nature with our, our, our legs a shoulder width apart with our knees slightly bent and feeling that spin axis coming through us. And once we have that spin axis, then we'll do that spin clockwise. We're not unraveling, we're, we're, which is another process that I use sometimes, but we're going clockwise to a full rotation around. And then when we're facing the, uh, the direction that we started, I'm gonna give you another piece of instruction. So we're gonna close our eyes. And let's go back to that sacred place in nature. In what direction were you facing? What were you facing? What was the landmark? Was the wind blowing? Feel the wind. If there's no wind, that's okay too. Now start to spin clockwise, slowly. Taking in all of the sights around you, seeing if there's any more resistance that needs to fall away. And remember, this is work we're doing with Tate that's coming from our voice of our heart. You're moving around. You should be about halfway around. Keep turning slowly, ever so slowly. Maybe three quarters away around. And now you're facing back to that same direction from where you started. And now you're going to ask Tate, Tate, the messenger of the heart. As I'm standing here facing my current wind, my current direction, show me a place in nature that might be to the east or to the south or to the west or to the north from where you're standing that you're going to put an anchor spot in. So you're on your spin axis, you're facing the wind, and now you're going to create a triangle by finding a spot in nature that can anchor you as this world continues to spin with this chaotic wobble. But you'll be okay because you'll have this anchor spot. And once you anchor it, maybe pinch your finger or slap your thigh 
or something so that you, if you forget where it is, you can just give yourself a tap and you can directly go right back to it. And again, you can go back and do this later, actually outside in nature, if you can't see a clear vision of where you are. And then come back into the room. Okay, so when you're ready, find yourself back in your body. And I want to show you on your chart. So in the center where these arrows meet in the middle is this is where your spin axis is. Okay, and then you're going to be marking that first direction up here somewhere which you already did of where you were facing. So I was facing south. So this for me is south, but for uh, Jan, it might be something different for you, depending on which way you're north of the equator. Okay. And so then, um, so then what you're going to do is, so my anchor point was, is about, is southwest, right about here. So this becomes my working triangle for this time period of, of rest and retreat. So it looks like I'm going to be working between probably knowing me if I'm working in my south, which is the emotions towards the west of doing the physical, it might be that I'm going to have to do a lot of sitting on my hands when I can't move something forward that I want to move forward or um, that it could be an emotional time or there's, you know, who knows, but you know, where are your anchor points? So what does your triangle look like? You could be all the way over here and, you know, have a straight line. I hope not though, That but I didn't plan for that one. But find, find your triangle and draw it. And then maybe if you wanna share it with us, we could take open some questions, all right? And, and a lot, as with a lot of the work, it's like sit with this and be quiet with it and uh, be sacred with it. And for those people who've already registered for the class, um, thank you. I, I'm not, it's not like a, now you're gonna do it later, but, but um, I will give you an extra, uh, I'll give you an extra $10 off on your wind whistle. So if you don't have one, you could get it for $25 if you've already paid for the class. And I don't wanna get people confused, but uh, if you register today, you'll also get $15. So what a great deal, $149 and $15 on that. Um, but let's open it up. If you have um, questions or comments or uh, what, what you thought about this exercise or what do you think about having a, a third anchor point? And in the Windwork Basic class, we're actually gonna do this on a multi-dimensional level of where you're anchoring in on the gyro, the more the gyroscope of it moving. Right now, this was more 3D, but we're gonna do it more, um, or this is more 2D, we're gonna do it 3D so that our, our compasses can be ready for the turbulent, whatever comes our way. Okay. Um, all right, maybe we could, if you have a question, could we, you raise your hand so we could un, unmute you? Is there a, a 
that. Okay, Jenny raised her hand. All right. All right, what's your, Jenny? You have Hi. a question? Hi. Yeah. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I have a, um, I was facing east and then south was my anchor point. So what's my third part of the triangle? You're in the middle, your spin axis. Oh, okay. And so do I color in that little triangle? I know I'm kind of working in that region. Well, you could, or you could put some pictures in there. Uh, what we do in the in our, our classes is we've actually made our vision compasses with that where we've decorated them. So go all, all go decorate, do how you, you want to know that this is your, how you maybe make a matching altar in your house, however it works for you best, but work with that, that time, work with this anchor. Cause we want to strengthen this anchor, whatever it was for us, we want to strengthen it now so that we can become wind resistant. Great. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Thank you. Jan, you have a question? I do. Okay. Uh I do because my anchor was north. So how, and I was south to begin with. So how do I create the triangle? Didn't, that's funny. That's how I, I, I thought that I got that. I'm there. Oh, I didn't plan for that. Um, well, you're a good advanced student. So I want to see how this shows for you or what you could do is you could, you could pull, why don't I got another idea. Why don't you pull down a second line? You could pull a second line right here so that one's, it will be a very thin space you're working in, but that it's like one degree off of the center of south or two, two or three degrees and give yourself that whole thing and, and, and really take some good journey, journey notes and stuff like that because I want to see what that looks like. Okay. I knew Thanks. it as soon as I, I'm like, oh no, there's somebody who got the north and the south. Well, I'm also the one who also lives with equal days and nights for almost all year. So yeah, so it might it might be just a real like subtle. It might be a real strength. I I, I can't I can't call it from here, but I I'd be really I want to watch it for sure. Okay, thank you. Uh huh. Thank you. Hey, Renee. Yeah. Can I add one little? Yeah. So as I'm listening to Jan and looking at it and just feeling into it, I wonder what the median point is for you. So like closer to the axis itself, like in that more stable place as opposed to the larger wobble, how that would be for her. Hmm. You mean drawing the triangle from the center? Well, I'm just saying if you shorten the distance, you know, so if you were more parts north and south as opposed to north and south, like just coming closer to the center, how that might work. What would be a question for that? Well, that would be an interesting one. And I'm also wondering <laughs> if she jumped ahead into the more advanced work where it's going to actually have a pivot point. Mm -hmm. Um, and that could be too, but why don't you just work with that small yeah. piece of that? And somebody else had the West. So you are facing West and uh, Elizabeth, you're facing West and your anchor point is right in that same direction. Like, so you got one mountain here, the same, it's the same mountain that you're facing. Um, yes, pretty much. I think it's not somewhere uh, I've been yet, but I think it's somewhere I'm going to be in the autumn that I saw myself kind of sat on this boulder. 
and both so I was facing the west um, and the west wind and then seemed to be in the same place. It feels to me like when I'm feeling into it that it's a little bit further to the west. So when you talked about the boulder, I'm seeing something like it's not a big triangle, but it's a but it's a little bit off. Uh huh. Do you see? Like it could be. So it's not going to be huge, but it's going to be. It's going to be. Um, it's going to. Yeah. And you know what? The other thing is for both of you and Jan, I would suggest going back and doing this again and going around the um, going around a second time on the with the journey going around the circle a second time and seeing where a point is that you can stop at for this work mm -hmm. you know like getting just enough of a degree so you can have a triangle okay thank you uh-huh so shelly so am i standing in the center of this circle here well no you're standing in the center of your own circle there but this you're the you are the center of your own circle do you want to um, unmute yourself and, and tell us more? I think this oh, is... I can review that too. Where's Shelly? Anyone's here? Hi. Okay. Hi, Shelly. Can you hear me? Okay. So I just wondered because um, I was standing in the center and then I, I rotated around one revolution and I came back to the east. And then when I was thinking of my anchor point, I immediately went to the, the um, south. Okay. So I'm sort of like a quarkle. So that's that okay. where I'm joining the three points to make it. Okay. All right. Okay, so in the, you're in the I center. So somebody yeah. else had a very similar, um, similar, trajectory as you so that you're you're working with a whole quarter of the compass yeah, really this map yeah, it's i think this is interesting okay well you know we can we can continue this um we can continue this um in the group too does anyone else have any other questions or about this or what do you think about this anyone else well, somebody's working from a whole quarter from west to north. Good. How many else have a lot of people have a whole quarter? That's kind of cool. That just isn't that interesting, Bridget, that that's happening naturally. Yeah, I have a whole quarter as well. You know, it's funny. We have like a lot of people with a whole quarter. That's kind of funny because um, that last year in the wind work spring, we we dismembered ourselves all down to one quarter. So this is kind of funny. Well, and I also am curious about the resistance in the body, even though we release the resistance, like how much of that is mirrored in the directionals that I'll be working through. Well, <laughs> like you know, I, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when I think of my body, a lot of it was in the upper region. So that would be like the north and then down into the east. So that's where I was holding the resistance. That's where I'm going to be working. Awesome. I hope you guys all continue this over on the wind clan and, and really you can email me and, um, and, you know, and let us know. And I, and I really do hope that some of you come along on this journey with us for the um, wind work basics. I wonder if, you know, and see how, how, 
how how we can go further together because we really do need each other now and the wind is certainly whipping out there and uh, there's so much wisdom here and I, I think that this I'm excited about this new epoch everyone I don't like I, I'm really excited because I think we've been distanced from ourselves for nature for like 12,000 years and how much fun it is going to be coming back and remembering all of these ancient wisdom tools and really working them and having giving yourself permission to use these supernatural powers in everything you do. Anyone else have anything to say before we end this? And um, yes. Okay. I'm wondering um, now that we've used the spiral and we've taken it down to the earth, do we have to do anything to close that? No, you just don't need to make sure you strengthen that 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 uh, connection every day. And so, how do I do that? Well, you could do it by when you're in the showers, making sure you're sending that down into the earth or taking a wind walk. If you don't, if people don't have my book, there's some great tools in here in Winds of Spirit to help do that. And that's all what the wind. Yay! That's all what. Um, the wind work basics is, is about strengthening our resolves for this time. But one a, a simple thing you can do if you're not sure if you're in your body enough is jump up and down 10 times <laughs> and you'll like get right back in your body quicker than, a, you know, a Easter bunny in spring. Thank you. Thank you. And I really am honored to be able to sit here with all of you and all the people who are going to listen to this at home later and, Please come over to the Wind Clan, ask questions, um, and and let's make this possible, and let's let's bring in the wind cooperation together. So thank you. Thank you, Renee. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Renee. Thank you. <laughs>